Welcome to Coffee with a Couple Cure, where we share practical tips for your relationship before you finish your first cup. Here's Jay and Lori Pyatt. Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us. Today's topic is going to be agreements and how to make good ones. Hi, everybody. (laughs) That's kind of a goofy laugh. (laughs) Anyway. Yeah. Uh, When it comes to agreements in your relationship, what we found is it's a lot like a partnership. It's a lot like being very clear on what it is you're agreeing to. Mm -hmm. And when those agreements aren't followed well, you have a situation where one person feels like they've met the requirement and the other person feels like they haven't done anything at all Mm -hmm. and it leads to a further breakdown. Yeah. We had a client, uh, a, a couple, um, who our clients go through this recently, where they had a had a breakdown from that. Well, it wasn't really a breakdown. It was more just confusion between the two of them yeah. and could kind of get the sense of one person feeling resentment that the other person wasn't doing what they said they were going to do. Yeah. And that other person feeling like, I think I am, and yeah. why are you upset with me? Yeah. And we had this happen to us recently. Uh, There was an old agreement that we had way back, gosh, three years ago that I kept kind of checking in on and saying, how's that going? You're like, oh, it's fine, it's fine. And then come to find out that uh, it was fine because you (laughs) you weren't really following the agreement. And somewhere, I guess because of the, the job change or the job location change, um, things had fallen off. So to you, I mean, it wasn't like he was stumbling or anything or even getting close. It was just we had some things in place to keep that from even ever becoming an issue. Right. And he had forgotten about those. So we talked about it. And then in talking about it, I realized, oh, he's dropped two other agreements. <laughs> and it that conversation actually went fairly well. We didn't... Yeah. There was just you were humble most of the time and right and and I did I did have to wrestle with I didn't do anything wrong from a sobriety standpoint right. but really where I had to land was yes I did something wrong I broke an agreement yeah <laughs> and once I once I landed there on I broke an agreement I was able to come back and say yes I broke the agreement and what can I do to fix that so when you enter into these agreements that are critical to your relationship, it's really important that you write them down someplace that you'll remember them. Mm -hmm. Not just write them down for one person to remember them. I mean, if after betrayal, we see a lot of anger in the guy. Um, So... Like it's very, very, very high percentage. So if you feel like it's not going to go well, if you bring this up to him, then at least you write it down. Um, when when Jay was in that mode, I would write down the date and time that he agreed to it. And then he'd say, I never agreed to that. Yes, you did. We said this. And at this date and time, you said, you know, you would you had agreed to it. Um, and he knew I wasn't making it up. So. Right. Um, actually, I think at that point, because I think he saw me writing it down in those moments. Yeah. 
So it, he had some recall at that point. I knew to get super clear. I've learned anyway to get super clear over the years, not just okay, what are we agreeing to, but why? What's the like? What is your wise? calm self say about the need for this agreement do you do you agree that it's needed and then also the by when mm-hmm. like if it's a if it's a something with a time stamp on it if it's got to be done by a certain time then i've also included a by when and then i've had to just kind of let go Right. You know, if you say you're going to do something, I have to trust that you're going to do it. And if, you know, I just, I let you have at it. You can do it your own way and do it at your own pace. And if I have questions, I do have to clarify those because mm-hmm. there are, these agreements are not one-sided. Right. We need, you know, we we both have questions. We both have expectations that yeah. we need to clarify. Yeah, like he, one of the stipulations for making it right after he forgot the three agreements was that he go back and review the agreements that he had. So he has one list. And so he said, well, I have this list, but I don't know where you keep yours. And I said, well, that's where I expect you to ask. Right. Because, you know, you can't ask. Right. Um, so anyway, the the details are important. The by when is important. And so that's our tip for you today. Right. And I, to add to that tip, because I know that not every relationship has been through what we've been through. Mm-hmm. If you're even in a brand new relationship, there's a place to have agreements about what things are going to look like going forward because, uh, you know, I, I have a saying that I, that I give to people is those things that are cute and adorable right now about your the person you're dating or the person that you're in relationship with 10 years from now, those are going to be called motives for murder. <laughs> <laughs> because when when we don't set boundaries early in the relationship and say, these are my um, what's the term you use? These are my non-negotiables. Mm-hmm. These are things I absolutely have to have in my relationship related to finances, children, mm-hmm. cleanliness of the house, um, who does what chore. Visiting in-laws. Leaving the toilet seat up. Mm-hmm. All of those agreements. Yeah, cap may, off the... Yeah, the cap off the toothpaste mm-hmm. and, and whether or not you should leave a tenth of an ounce of milk in the bottom of the jug. <laughs> <laughs> or half a banana. That just drives him crazy. Yeah, half a banana on the on the counter. Um, those type of things, it, if it is going to cause you a great deal of distress, get an agreement on it. Start mm-hmm. talking about it because if you don't talk about it early on, you're going to talk about it later and it's going to be a bad fight because of built-up resentment and misunderstandings yeah. and unmet expectations. And and don't feel like these agreements is just going to be one after another, after another, after another. In a healthy relationship with healthy people, there's even, even in the, the couples we work with, there's only like five or six big issues that people are like, no, this is like, 
I know it doesn't bother, it shouldn't bother me, but I hate it when you leave half a Pop-Tart in the, like, in the sleeve. You know, it's just like, but I wasn't hungry for a whole, uh, a whole, <laughs> whole sleeve one. of pop tarts. Yeah. So all that to say, we're we all just have a few things that get under our skin, or things that are like deal breakers. So don't feel like it's you're going to be. I don't know what's the word. Constantly building agreements yeah. or having to agree over everything. Mm-hmm. Like if you looked at our binder of agreements, most of them were about the same exact thing. So a lot of those agreements are not needed anymore. Right. Another thing I want to cover is some of the women I talk to on a daily basis uh, in the business, they are sh- like they are tired. They are tired and they're ready for a rest. And they think, I don't want to have to explain everything to them. That's completely understandable. At that point, you have to ask yourself if that's the only way that it's going to, that I'm going to get my needs met, am I willing to do that? Only you can make that determination. Right. Women in general, I think, say, I shouldn't have to tell him to be kind to my mother. You know, I shouldn't have to tell him to pick up his socks in the middle of the room or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you do. Yeah. You know, if you don't like, if, if you have pet peeves about something, mm-hmm. then do voice them, if, especially if they really get under your skin. Right. And if they're needs of yours, then definitely voice them. Right. Hopefully, you have a good-hearted person who you're sharing your life with, and hopefully, they are being honest when they say, I had no idea. But if they really don't have any idea that it's an issue or that it's common etiquette, then then you might need to explain things to them. And guys, this is true for you as well. There... Uh, <clears throat> There is a place to bring up with your spouse different things that you need from them um, in the relationship without feeling like, well, if I if I actually have to ask for this, maybe it means she's really not concerned about my needs or she doesn't really care about me. And the truth is they probably do care about you and just aren't focused on what you're focused on. Right. You know, we both have our expectations. We we have our blind spots. And when we have someone else help us with those, that's a good thing. It's just we need them to be specific mm-hmm. sometimes because our language is not crystal clear all the time. Right. And if you're thinking your spouse doesn't care, um, especially for the guys out there, if you're thinking your wife just doesn't care, test test that. You know, do ask her for something and see what she does. She, unless she's super busy, she's typically. Women are wired to meet needs, but we're not wired to read your mind. Right. So it's probably going to be where the wife uh, just doesn't know, but still is is good hearted enough to meet your needs. Now, if mm. there's been a lot of betrayal. If there's been a lot of breakdown due to the actions of one of the spouses, 
The spouse that did those actions needs to be very careful about getting demanding in this area. Very, mm. very careful. Right. If you want to get where you want to be in the relationship, if you want a good relationship, be very careful getting demanding. Right. And for those of you who think, I, my request isn't demanding, here's, how you, here's a good earmark for knowing whether or not you're making a demand. If you can hear no and not freak out, then it's a request. Mm -hmm. If you hear a no and that's completely unacceptable, then it's a demand. Yep. And you just need to be careful with that. It doesn't, hearing a no doesn't mean you can't come back and say, well, what if we tried it this way? You know, there's, there's still a salesman side of this that it's okay yeah. to try to, you know, I really want to go to Cedar Point this year as opposed to going to grandma's house. But, uh, you know, you, I know you said no, but how about this? You know, so it's not just hearing a no and then trying to come up with a new pitch doesn't mean that you're demanding, but hearing right. no and, and flying off the handle or shutting down or, or somehow punishing the other person mm -hmm. in the relationship means that you are really demanding mm -hmm. something. Right. The flip side of this is if they're deal breakers and you hear a no, we're not saying you're being demanding if right. you freak out a little bit because if it's a deal breaker and the person is saying no, the freak out isn't that you're being demanding. The freak out is probably my whole life will have to change if this need isn't yeah, met. Yeah, if this, if this deal breaker is still um, happening. So, well, I think we're at time and this whole thing has been full of tips. It's just kind of rambling on and on. But um, so. Be clear on your agreements, set a by when. Mm -hmm. Feel free to, uh, you know, make it as detailed as possible. Write it someplace where you both can, can see it. Uh -huh. Because when these things are important to you and are going to build resentments in your relationship, it's better to uh, try to minimize that damage or distraction mm -hmm. by being very detailed about the agreement. Yeah, and if there's been breakdown on the part of one spouse, then there are a lot of caveats, so keep those in mind. Absolutely. All right, everybody, we will see you on the next episode. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye.